So during these um, guided meditations in the afternoon, <coughs> we will be uh, exploring the metta practice, which I briefly mentioned yesterday. So metta is most commonly translated as um, loving-kindness. I think that's even how it was used in the retreat description for this retreat. It's a word in in Pali. (coughs) And um, it more precisely means um, goodwill (coughs) or unconditional or unlimited friendliness. Those are two... Um, translations that are a bit more both easy for us to resonate with and a bit more precise to the actual uh, meaning of the word. And as I was saying yesterday, with actually everything that we're doing here, that it's really helpful to remember this about meta practice. This is um, a quality or an attitude or um, some of us might relate to it as a, as a state of the heart and mind that we already have. Yeah? It's already in us. And sometimes with this practice, it can feel like what we actually come up against is the sense of, I'm not kind. I'm not friendly. And sometimes it's what we see. But really remembering that this is something that's already within us and with the practice we're uncovering it and also really nourishing it so really supporting it to grow most of us will experience it will know it already in a more limited way less unlimited way so limited to specific situations or limited to um, (coughs) those that we love or feel close to, or in regard to ourselves, limited to those aspects of ourselves that we feel are worthy of love. But there's definitely always the, the other side of what isn't. And so with this attitude, with this practice, we're actually cultivating the capacity to meet all experience, all beings, in all aspects of ourselves with friendliness. Yeah. Just with an attitude of, of friendliness, of on a very basic level, you're allowed to exist. Yeah. So without struggle, or with less struggle. And it's, it's, a, it's a cultivation, it's a process. It was um, originally taught according to the to the texts that, that we have from um, the earlier days of Buddhism. It was taught particularly as a way of working with, with different states of fear and negativity. And I find that also helpful to, to know. Um, don't know if um, if it makes me optimistic or pessimistic, but I find something really touching about the fact that this was a useful practice 2,600 years ago for human beings. And it's still very, very um, relevant to, to us as, as humans in these days. So the way it works 
as a practice to, to work with fear and negativity is that it helps us to meet it. So it's not a necessarily kind of a what we might like to have, something that zaps and makes it go away. But rather, it helps us to meet experience with that welcoming and friendly attitude. Welcoming and friendly attitude. And open to the more painful and less... Um, the, the aspects of life that we prefer less. Let's say less prefer <coughs> aspects of life. And if we, if we take a moment to reflect on this um, from our own experience as human beings, what underlies fear, what underlies um, states of ill will and of negativity, all, all their forms, is a sense of separation. Yeah, a sense of me and you, or what I want and what I don't want, what I like and what I don't like, a sense of this separation. And what Meta opens up is a resource that supports us to, to open without that limitation. So to see more fully. Here's where the wisdom comes in. So sometimes what I, I, I just said might sound as a kind of um, wet blanket strategy. Welcome everything, be friendly to everything. I'm okay, you're okay, everything's okay. Um, you know, nothing to do except sit on the cushion and uh, radiate this loving kindness. Not, not exactly what we're going for. So it's actually a resource that supports our integrity. Yeah, supports our integrity and supports our capacity to discern between what is harmful and what is life-supporting. Yeah? What needs us to speak up, as Jake was saying last night, and what um, needs our support to our compassion and our care to, to grow. And yet we, we can, through this, the, the whole practice, the wisdom and the the meta practice together, um, still do that without enmity, which is really, really important. Because again, if we think what happens to us when we feel fear, when we feel anger, when we feel enmity, is that shutting down, which is really painful yeah, to ourselves and, and to others. It's a painful energy in the world, that shutting down. And so this practice is like a a huge support. It's like being one of those um, enormous trees on the lawn at Gaia House, you know, having those deep, deep roots into what is nourishing. And then being able to extend out and reach out into the world and offer so much support and nourishment to countless creatures. If you haven't realized yet, trees are great teachers. <laughs> and go and stand next to them and just see what they do and, and what that says to you. So one emphasis with, with all the practices that we'll be engaging with, and, and with this one it's, it's really helpful to remember, is that we start with where we are. 
with who we are, with where we are, with what we have right now. So, again, as I said at the beginning, sometimes we, what we see is where we're closed or what we're not. Oh, I'm not I actually see the, the places where I'm, you know, where there's jealousy or where there's um, unkindness in me. But we start with where we are. We actually own and honor our humanity, the reality of what is present right now, and we remember that's not the end of the story. It's this moment, these conditions. And we start with this, and it's the best place to start. It's the most fertile soil to grow your roots into just who you are and how you are in this moment. That's where, where we start. And so sometimes it can be really helpful to, to actually see that, you know, that my life right now and this human body, mind, and heart, as they unfold moment to moment, day to day, this is, um, this is my lab. This is my learning ground. Yeah? It's this. And it's a great one, you know, because it's what I have. Can't change it. But every human life, every human manifestation is, is a great opportunity when we bring the interest and we bring the kindness that we've been speaking about. And so in many ways, we often speak about this practice as a practice of intention. Yeah, that we connect to that wish or that aspiration that we have to cultivate wisdom and to cultivate friendliness, to struggle less with experience and with ourselves. And this, is, this intention is what we keep coming back to. And it's almost the whole thing, actually. It's like, um, it's like the seed that grows into the oak tree. So we have the seed Sometimes we can see that as the first step. And we can come back and take that step again and again. Coming back to that intention. And the beauty and the nourishment there is in that intention. Sometimes if you just take a moment and just allow yourself to to say this to yourself internally in whatever way, whatever words resonate with you, what that does. I want to, I want to, live with wisdom, I want to live with kindness, I want to live with love. It's, it's actually quite difficult to do. I can see your faces. <laughs> it can be quite difficult to even just articulate that internally. That's a big first step to, to make. But you're already here, and that's, a, you know, that's really because of that, of that intention within you. And as Jake was saying this morning, patience is a huge resource for us through the practice. So we come back to the intention and we do the practice with what is present right now. And it will take its form and it will take its time. We just keep coming to to that intention.
that intention which is the seed and whatever arises in experience is like fertilizer for the seed so even the moments that we don't want we think shouldn't be there that don't seem very evolved they're also really good fertilizer really really good fertilizer so a few more um, things about the practice so often, with, especially with the translation of loving-kindness, even with goodwill or friendliness, we may get a, a sense somewhere that I should be, as I practice, I should be um, feeling love. I should be feeling loving. Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of, even subconsciously, what we start looking for. Um, and any other emotion that arises, anything else that arises means that I'm doing it wrong. Um, but this is a practice, it works the same way as body awareness or breath awareness. We're doing a practice, and through the practice we see. Yeah, by turning our attention to, in this case, a specific intention, we see where the mind goes, and we see what arises. So also seeing it like that, it's as much a, an insight practice in that regard as anything else. Because we actually see what is present and what is going on for us internally. And there may be moments when we do feel a lot of calmness, a lot of warmth, um, a lot of care through through this practice or during this practice. And if they arise, that's great. So don't feel you've done something wrong if that happens. But equally, remembering that if that is not your experience, that's also okay because we're cultivating intention. And just like with the mindfulness of breathing, we might not be feeling a lot of calm yet, but we're just coming back to the breath, coming back to the body. So here we're coming back to the matter practice. And I, I'll, I'll just say one more thing, um, that with time and, and patience and playfulness and perseverance, three Ps, patience, playfulness, and perseverance. <coughs> this is an incredible, powerful, incredibly powerful practice. Yeah, so it shows us a lot, and it also can support us in not following habits of mind that we know lead to, to harm or unhappiness. It can really support us in not following and in really resourcing, so really giving us a resource to rest into. So I'll just say um, a few words about the practice itself and then we'll then I'll guide it. And we will be continuing with this um, over the days. And it's up to you during the other periods in the day, how much um, you want to use metta, how much you want to use um, the, the predominantly uh, samatha practices, calming practices that you're using now, that we're using now, that, that Jake introduced this morning, mindfulness of, of body and breath. So you can explore for yourself. They, uh, they lead to the same place. So... The first part is that intention, feeling that intention to 
to live with wisdom, to live from a place um, of non-enmity and of, of friendliness. And it can sometimes help to, to connect with that, to connect to our own really basic wish to be happy. You know, if we ask human beings and non-human beings if they could also convey the message to us, that it, the answer would be, what do you really want? You know, what, what do you really want? And what it boils down to is we want to be happy and we want to be free of suffering. And that's something we really, really share. So, connecting to that in ourselves and remembering that this is a shared experience. The same thing that's true for me is true for... I'll, I'll be really crazy here and say all beings everywhere. We want to be happy and free of suffering. So that's the first part of the practice. Like with all practices, this one also we root, we ground ourselves in body awareness. So even though we're going to use um, phrases, and that can get a bit heady, we're still coming back to body awareness and grounding in body awareness as much as possible. And hopefully that will make sense once I start guiding this. And we're using, as our uh, meditation object, we're using, um, traditionally we use phrases. The invitation is to use what works for you. So it can be phrases, I'll be offering some phrases. It can be uh, just a word or words that kind of for you resonate with that intention. It can be images many people it's an image that actually works someone told me recently that when she practices metta she uses an image of a bouquet of flowers <laughs> it's so beautiful so she offers a, a bouquet of flowers to herself or to someone else as, as part of the practice uh, for some people it can be an image of someone that embodies that quality for you yeah, so it can be someone that you know or you've known in your, in your lives for many of us it's grandparents um, or dogs, or cats, or horses. You know, someone that really embodies that, that quality of just unconditional love and friendliness. Or it can be uh, someone that we, 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 don't, we don't know, we've never met, and might not, might not even be sure if they're real or not. Like this guy behind me, or Kuan Yin, Bodhisattva of Compassion, or... You know, depending on your personal history, Mary, Jesus, you know, a lot of a lot of figures out there that might, uh, for us, embody this quality of, of unconditional kindness, love, compassion, um, friendliness. And so, just to put that out there, you can also use an image. And you can also, for some people, what works best is just a kind of what we call a felt sense. So not words, not an image, but just that sense of warmth, that sense of care. Um, and, and, and you can play with that. So with, with the time here over the days to, to find what works for you. And if you do use the phrases, because I'll be repeating them, it'd be difficult <laughs> maybe to ignore, um, you can feel free to change the words, change the language 
change the rhythm. So really find your, find your own way of the practice. And so just like with breath or body awareness, we're using the phrases or the image or the felt sense as the meditation object. So that's what we're coming back to when we find that we've been distracted. And we will. You know, we're going to get distracted. The mind is going to move. And we'll just come back. Just come back to that as the, as the way of gathering the awareness, gathering the attention, and collecting back to that intention of, of care and wisdom. And the last thing about the practice is that I said this at the beginning, you may have forgotten by now. Um, we, we build up, so we have this natural capacity to, to know this attitude. And um, we build up that attitude to, to make it more and more unconditional or unlimited. So we start with the easy. Yeah, so we start either with ourselves or with an easy person or being. And slowly over the days we'll expand to neutral to um, someone that we might find a little challenging, to people that we don't know, to the whole world. That's that. That's the flow of the of the practice. And the image that's really useful with this is um, the image of making a fire. You know, so when we make a fire, uh, we don't pick up the really big. Um, wet logs and try and set them alight. We start with the dry kindling and that's why we start with the metta practice also we start with the easy and we build up but the movement is the same Yeah, the fire is the same fire just gently we, we, we support it to grow and I will start in the traditional way, which is starting with ourselves, starting with yourself. For many of us, that's not the easy option. And so if it feels too difficult, we just feel free to move, to change, and to use the easy being. Someone for whom it's very easy and natural to feel the sense of love and care and kindness and friendliness. Again, it can be an animal, it can be a person in your life with whom that just very, very naturally exists. And, and, and then you'll include yourself later on. Okay. So that's the very long introduction. And um, now that we've done that, in the next days, we can just dedicate more to just guided practice. Um, but we have about 20 minutes now, so um, feeling into the body and choosing your posture. moments to settle into your posture so you're already bringing the awareness into the body
doing what is needed to support the body to be stable and steady. Checking in with the balance between the uprightness and the ease, the relaxation. And the body seeing if it's possible to relax into the body, into the posture. Maintain that sense of alertness and uprightness, presence. fully into the body as you can. So you can use the contact areas of body with seat and ground as a way of anchoring, pulling the awareness into the body. possible from there to just spread the awareness gently through the body so that you have a sense of the whole body sitting here present. you feel into the body, letting the awareness be present, spread out, connecting to that basic wish to be happy, to be free of suffering. Seeing if it's possible to feel that. for a moment. Knowing that just like you all beings wish for that very same thing. To be happy and free of suffering. feeling that intention in your being. To live with wisdom, to live with peace, 
So beginning with using the phrases as a way of directing metta or supporting metta towards yourself or if that's too difficult, towards an easy being. You can use the phrases that I'll be offering or different ones or image, felt sense. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be healthy and safe. May I live with ease. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be healthy and safe. May I live with ease. Finding your own pace and rhythm with the flow of the meta phrases or whatever you're using. much as possible, maintaining the awareness in the body.
May I be happy. May I live with ease. So whatever arises and pulls our attention, sound or body sensations, thoughts, just gently acknowledging that the mind has moved. And coming back to the body and coming back to the meta practice. expanding your awareness to include one or two people that are sitting next to you in the hall here. Most likely people you haven't met, you don't know anything about. Just taking in their presence here. Knowing that it's not necessary to know somebody's story or name. know that they too wish to be happy and free of suffering. So allowing the matter to flow towards one or two people who are sitting physically near you in the room, using whatever form you've been using so far. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. and safe. 
May you live with ease. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be healthy and safe. May you live with ease. if it's possible to expand that flow of goodwill of care, friendliness to everyone in the whole everyone practicing here together knowing that we all share this wish for happiness and freedom from suffering May we all be happy. May we all be peaceful. May we all be healthy. May we live with ease. Listening to the wind, feeling the movement of the air on the skin. Letting the metta be taken 
flow out through the windows, the walls, the floor, the roof. into the world touching all of life in all its forms that simple wish and intention to meet life with kindness and goodwill to honor the wish of all beings to be happy and be free of suffering. May all beings everywhere be happy. May all beings everywhere be peaceful. May all beings everywhere be healthy and safe. May all beings live with ease. 